welcome to the Excuse Me Podcast. I am Vicki Guerrero, your host, and I am so excited that we are here this week with another exciting guest. I want to remind everyone to please go to your favorite podcast platform and click, like, subscribe, download, play, all those good things so that my podcast can be on your queue whenever we have a new and exciting guest each and every week. Now, let's take a listen to this week's guest. Hello? Marty? Hello?
Hello, hello, testing one, two, Shit. Hi. Hi. Okay. How are you? No, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You're so cute. Oh, thank you. I, I just want to warn you, we're having a huge thunderstorm here. So in case I disappear, I will reconnect. Okay. Got you. Got you. <laughs> what, you're in, you're in Texas? I'm in Texas, yes. Okay, yeah. I'm in Houston. So of all the things I do my interviews and the good Lord wants to have it rain, I'm like, why? Why on my days? It's good luck. I've been told it's good luck, so. Gotcha, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> all right, is there anything you don't want to talk about? Um, No, not really. I don't think okay. so. I'm going to highlight you. It's going to be fun. It's going to be positive. Um, I have some rapid fire questions for you. And you okay. have... Quite the fan response. So we're going to answer some fan questions too. Oh, awesome. All right, cool. so we'll get started and hopefully the good Lord will keep us connected so we can get this done. Okay. All right. 
Excuse me! Hey everyone, it's Vicky Guerrero, your host of the Excuse Me podcast. Guys, I have a beautiful mamacita on my show today, and I am so excited to have her. Please welcome, with all your love and support, please welcome Miss Marty Bell. Hello! Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I'm really, really excited about this today. I am honored to have you on my show. I, you know, I watch everybody's Instagram and, and, um, I, that's how I get ideas for my guests. No, don't, don't be embarrassed. I love you. I think that you're just doing some amazing things and you're getting pretty busy now. So I thought this would be the perfect time to have you on, promote you and, and we'll just see where this takes us, okay? Well, thank you, thank you. I am, uh, I am honored. I'm truly, truly honored. Oh well, I, that makes my heart happy. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So, for my fans to get to know Miss Marty Bell, you're a Dominican American professional wrestler. Orale, mamacita. Ya lo sabes. <laughs> um, you were involved with TNA, Evolve, Shimmer, Shine. Um, you were with uh, WWE, NWA. You're an actress, a ring announcer, a TV host, a director, and producer. Woo! That's a lot, girl. I wear many hats. I wear many hats. Oh, I'm backstage correspondent. That too. Oh my! Oh. So we're gonna we're gonna get to know you a little bit better. I'm so impressed by all your titles. Like you're a busy lady. You know, I I hate being idle. I hate not being creative. I hate just sitting at home and, you know, you know, more than anybody, sometimes when an opportunity comes up and it's maybe something different, not what you expect it to be doing, you have to jump at it. And, you know, it, it's been really fun. It's been an amazing career so far. I still have so many other things I want to accomplish, but I, when you, when, when you say it all back to back, I'm like, Oh, I did do that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's a mouthful. It's a lot yeah. on your shoulders. <laughs> when they say tv host what did what did you host so i was actually the host of a wrestling program here in kansas city i was for a company called nwl Uh, we had a weekly tv show and i was one of the hosts on it um we kind of did like a little bit of like an old school uh like studio feel so we would do we would record you know the intros we would do you know talk about the matches uh i would get to interview some of the guys and things like that um, I was also on uh, reality television for Telemundo. So that's a little bit different, but I got to do that as well for um, on Telemundo here in the U.S. Um, yeah, I've gotten to do some really, really cool things. Okay, was it a novella or was it, it was a reality show? It was a reality competition. It's um, basically, it's called Exatlon and it's basically like Survivor meets the Challenge meets Ninja Warrior. So it was a lot of fun. I've gotten a chance to do three seasons. I've been invited for three seasons. I was a part of season one and I've been invited back for season two and season four. Um, So yeah, that's another little realm of the television uh, world that I've been involved in. It it, it probably fit right into your your personality because you're used to being spontaneous, you know, with us being on camera, you never know what's gonna be asked of us, you know, on on a moment's notice. I mean, it must have been, you must have felt pretty comfortable there. I did. I, I'm a big fan of like reality television. So it really wasn't difficult for me to, to kind of move into that world. Um, it, for people always ask like, is it real? And you know, people always say like, oh, is reality television real or fake? Like, you know what, what, you know, people have so many opinions about it, but I can say my season and the show that I was on, you're literally competing. You are running through these tracks. You're 
you know, throwing balls, you're doing all these different things that can't be controlled. So it was 100% real. Um, I've had so much fun on it. And I definitely would not be against doing like the challenge. I would love to be on MTV's The Challenge. That's been like a dream of mine forever. Uh, and it's it's just such a fun and like unique experience. Uh, I was on the, my first season, I was there for eight weeks. That's eight weeks with no telephone, no television, no radio, nothing. At first, it's so hard. But once you realize like, you don't have, to, like you literally, all you have to think about is what I'm doing today. And that's it. Like you literally are looking at what's in front of you and not what's like down the road. You're not responding text messages, doing social media. It was bliss. It was bliss. Oh my gosh. So could you get away from your phone again just by your choice or would it have to be something that says you can't be on your phone? It's so hard. It's very, very hard. <laughs> there are times like if I need to get something done, I turn my phone off. If I'm like, I need to clean my house today. I need to do this. Or I have a deadline. I turn my phone off because it's so easy to get distracted. Even like, you know, you're just sitting here and you're like, oh, let me just, and you like close. It's like when you're hungry and you open the fridge and there's nothing in there. So you close it. And then you go back five minutes later and there's still nothing. That's what like, that's what it feels like. You're opening social media and you're like, oh, whatever. And then you close it. And then like five minutes later, you're like, let me just open it again. So I do try to like turn my phone off every once in a while. I'll like turn my phone off for like a whole day. But then you're like nervous. You're like, oh my God, what if God forbid something happened? So yes. Oh my I need to go on another show and then I'll be, I'll be good again. You're adorable. Um, okay, so let's talk about some uh, future appearances that has come out recently on social media. Yes. Your best friend is um, Allison Kay because y'all are always taking pictures together and, and doing photo shoots and stuff. And I love Allison. And so to see us Instagram is really a cool thing because it reflects a lot of positivity and you guys are having fun. But not only having fun, but you're working Yes. to promote yourselves, which is incredible yes. that you have that support system. How has that friendship been with Allison? Oh my gosh, it's it's incredible. Like, you know, I, I came up with a lot of girls that are amazing. And I, I've been very fortunate to, been to, to be surrounded by so many positive women and so many women that have given me so much support. But Allison and I just gravitated towards each other. Uh, we've known each other for over 10 years now. And we were working, we've worked together in many places. Like her family is my family. We're, we're like sisters, like, my mom literally calls her her rubia. That's her, that's her blonde daughter. Like that's, which is so funny because she's got a blonde streak. She's not a blonde, but to Dominicans, she's a blonde. Like, ella la rubia. So it's, it's such a great, like, it's so nice to have somebody that understands what we're going through, that understands when I'm frustrated about, you know, whatever promotion or, or job or frustrated about the lack of, of work, you know, like everything that we just went through. I could not, I don't know that I would have made been like 2020 would have been so much more difficult if I didn't have her uh, on my sad days to be able to talk to her and have somebody and not just have somebody who just like says yes but somebody that also is ready to call me out when I'm like when I'm when I'm in the wrong she will call me out and be like uh, actually maybe this this and this and I'm like oh you're right yeah so uh during the pandemic actually we decided uh we're gonna be a tag team we have been, we've worked together. We've worked alongside for so many years. We've been in the same promotions. We feuded in, in a lot of places. And finally we were like, you know, like you, like you said, we're always taking pictures together. We're always flying to each other's homes. People think that we live together. I just want to talk about her. Yeah. I live together first. 
I just had a promoter this weekend. He was like, oh, you're in Detroit, right? And I was like, what? I was like, I've never lived. I was like, I lived in Cleveland. And he's like, you and Allison don't live together? And I'm like, no, even <laughs> Mickey. Mickey thought that uh, we lived together. We're like, no, we just we just are together a lot. And any chance we get, like if we're, you know, we're in Florida for a show and we have an extra day or two, we'll stay. And we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll spend some time together. So us having the opportunity to come back to NWA and come back in such a big way uh, to empower, we are so excited. And just the, the idea of us becoming uh, the NWA World Women's Tag Team Champions, it just, it, 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 it's just so much, to, like it's, I feel like I, it's so much to process that I don't know that I've actually processed yet. The fact that in less than two weeks, that's a very, very strong possibility because we're gonna make it happen. So you guys are called the hex. Is that the hex. is that the same as like a like a, a potion or a spell? Is that what y'all are trying to interpret? So I liked hechizo, like um, which is like an enchantment, but it's a very hard word to say in English. So we <laughs> went with the hex, um, because you know we are gonna fall into our spell. You're when you, whether if you're in the ring, you know if you're in the ring across from us, you're gonna fall into our spell and you're gonna lose. And you know, for and with fans, I feel like we've done such a good job of of defining our fan base. Our fans are so amazing. Uh, you know, whether they're savages like her or they're little bells like me, uh, we have such different personalities. And I think our fan base is is the same way. And we have such diehard fans that we know that they are also going to be hechizados and uh, just be a part of what we're doing. That's amazing. And that's going to be on August 28th on Saturday. Yes, August 28th. It's a pretty big event. I mean, this is such a great, the only one that's ever had a women's, uh, um, you know, program was WWE for Evolution. Yes. So this is quite the concept to have an all-women's show. And it's about time. Well, you've had like the knockouts we've done when I, when I was a knockout, yeah. we've done, um, you know, the knockout, like pay-per-views. This is, I think the first time that it is an all women produced pay-per-view. Mickey James is making sure we're going to have, I don't know if I'm even allowed to, you know, to say who these women are, but we're going to have so many amazing women in the back. Um, I think that she, it's my show. You can say whatever you want, Marty. <laughs> well, what are, do you know when this is going to air yet? Uh, this is going to be probably, um, let me see. You are going to be on September 4th. That's when you're just going to air. So okay. it would already be over. Oh, okay. So it'll be after. So yes. So, you know, we're going to have like Gail Kim there. We're going to have Jazz. We're going to have all these amazing women that have done so much for women's, not just women's wrestling, that have done so much for wrestling in general. And we're, you know, and it's, it's, it's all the vision of Mickey. So I think that this might be the first ever all women's like produced pay-per-view on such a big stage too like you have the resurgence of the women's uh, tag team championships which haven't been seen since 1984 like you're gonna have Camille defending her title and who knows like we already know that there's gonna be people coming in from all elite wrestling we have some girls coming in from there we have girls from AEW we have girls from from impact so it's really gonna be such a cool cool experience to have all of these different people just working together and you, you don't see that often. When it's WWE, it's all WWE. When it's the knockouts, it's the knockouts. When it's a Shimmer pay-per-view, it's all Shimmer women, you know, whatever the case may be. But this is going to be a situation where you have, you know, girls from every, like almost, almost every promotion being represented. And I think that's just such a testament to how amazing Mickey is that people are willing to put their support 
on, you know, and, and, and let like, yeah, AEW is being like, you know what, we trust you, Mickey, here's some of our girls, NWA, everybody's doing it. So I think it's also such a true testament to what an amazing person and what amazing businesswoman Mickey is. That's it. That's incredible. Now you were also um, in the Ring of Honor uh, Women's Championship Tournament. How was that experience for you? It was such a cool experience. Um, it felt like everything came full circle for me. I got a chance to do a dark match for Ring of Honor about nine years ago. And that's when I met Maria. And I had never competed again for Ring of Honor. Uh, the first time that I ever, it's like, it's just so funny how everything's connected. The first time that I wrestled for NWA was at a Ring of Honor show. So I wasn't in a Ring of Honor ring, but it wasn't a Ring of Honor event. So for me, it was such a cool experience to be invited to this amazing tournament with so many amazing women. And once again, have Allison there. We knew that there was a possibility that we could face each other in, in the next round, in the second round. And that would have been great. It would have been really cool. Um, I'm really excited about her, uh, seeing her progression through the tournament as well. And I know that it's, it, it was just such a cool, cool experience. It was such a cool locker room. Everybody got along so well. The Ring of Honor girls were very, very welcoming. And it also gave me the opportunity to hang out with girls that I normally didn't hang out with. You know, there are girls maybe I hadn't crossed paths with them in a long time or hadn't had the chance to actually like sit down and have a beer with. So that was such a really, it was a very, very great experience. I didn't advance, but I still feel like, I don't think this is the end uh, for me at Ring of Honor. I definitely see some more Ring of Honor shows in the future for me. And you know what, something you mentioned, you know, even though you didn't advance, your contribution added to that success of that show. You know, it, it's about it's about the participation. It's about the involvement because everyone that puts a part in it makes something spectacular. And that's something that I just wanted to correct you on because it doesn't matter if you advance yeah. or not. You got to put your soul and your talent into something that was pretty cool. And so be, be, be very proud of that. Well, thank you. It's something that I've realized in the last few years. Um, they say you get wiser with age. And I'm like, well, I, I'm going to embrace it. Sometimes like, like with that, with that show, I went in there and I feel like I gave everything. I showed my personality. I showed what I can do in the ring. And I showed also such an improvement from when they first saw me or when Maria first saw me, you know, in when I, we were at Impact together five years ago. I feel like I've grown so much since then that I'm that I am very proud of like watching back I didn't have any regrets I was like you know what I think I went out there and I and I did my best and sometimes you know it's just not enough but it doesn't well sometimes your best just doesn't win but it doesn't mean that it's yeah. enough that's amazing well all right so we're gonna look at some questions from the fans which okay. there are so many and I'm gonna go run through some of them because they're really a lot of fun to read okay so Issa IGN Namey. I don't know how some of these usernames are supposed to be pronounced, but I'm sure they'll know by their question. Uh, they want to know, are you single? Oh my gosh. Um, that's always such a hard question. Uh, <laughs> officially, yes. But are you traveling already? But yes. Unfortunately, <laughs> I am single at the moment. Yes. Okay. So Civic Girl 87 wants to know, what gave you the passion to start wrestling? So I come from the acting world. I come from sports. I come from dance. And I grew up watching wrestling. I was born in New York, and then I moved to the Dominican Republic when I was very, very young. I moved back to New York when I was seven. I started watching wrestling with my cousins who lived next door, not speaking a word of English. But somehow, I could still connect. I could still understand the storylines. I could still understand who was the bad guy, who was the good guy. 
So that kind of always like stayed with me. And it, honestly, wrestling just marries absolutely everything that I love. It's sports-based. There's dancing involved because, you know, you're moving your body. I get to act. I get to cut promos. I get to yell at people. <laughs> it, it really has, like, married. And I know you you can appreciate the yelling at people part because yes. that's, that's so much fun, you know? And um, it really has just married absolutely everything that I love. And I've tried stepping away from it. And I just can't. I yeah. something keeps pulling me back in. Understood. Okay, so G thought is eight seventy eight wants to know: Would you be interested in joining WWE if you had the opportunity? There really isn't a company that I wouldn't want to work with at this point. I will say AEW is the only company I haven't worked with yet. I'm gonna say yet, but you know, just saying. Si falta una Latina por ahí, you have my phone number. Um, but no, there's, there's really, I'm, I'm, I'm a true believer of never say never. Um, I worked for WWE once uh, during the tournament and it was a great experience. Um, I, I would do it again. I would, I, I, there's just, there's really no one comfort. You know, but something that I wanted to just say is that, you know, when you were WWE, you're with them. There's no intertwining. And the thing that I love about AEW and NWA and Ring of Honor, we all share the talent, you know, and, yes. and we're everyone's very welcoming to bring other girls, ladies in, you know, to make this show that, that just empowers everybody. And I think that's, you to be really, you know, I have now in my age and being where I am today, I would have to be very particular of where if I did say yes to WWE, you're really cutting out a lot of the other promotions that you could be intertwined with. That is one thing that's always appealed um, for that. That's always that AEW has always had that such that big appeal freedom. I don't know that I would be ready to give up my acting career because yeah once you're with WWE you're kind of married to whatever they want you to do so it definitely would be you know I would definitely get the opinion of a lot of, of people that I value and that I trust and and it would definitely be an in the moment kind of decision um but I'm just a firm believer in never saying never because you don't know like when I left NWA I didn't know if I'd be back and you know, it's been almost a, it's been almost a year and here I am. So, and that, and you know, there's no door that's ever fully closed. Anytime I leave anywhere, my mother always says, Vete por la puerta grande. Yeah. if you're leaving, you're going to go out the big door so that when you want to come back, that door is not slammed in your face and, you know, knock on wood. I feel like I've been very good about doing that everywhere that I've been. So, you know, who knows, maybe one day I'll be back at impact. Maybe You'll see me on AEW next week. Like you just never know. There's never just know. I'm not married to one place. I'm not married to one place. So I'm That's I'm always I'm always open to to check out New Horizons. That's incredible. I love that. Okay, so Kells three one eight nine wants to know what was it like in the dollhouse? Oh man, it was such a it was such a fun experience. It. It was my first time being on television. There's times, you know, you look back on things and you're like, man, if I know, if I knew then what I know now, um, the one thing that I would change is I wouldn't be so nervous. I feel, and obviously nerves are a part of it. You want to have a little bit of nerves, like you want to have those butterflies. But I feel like there were times when I was just so scared and I didn't, and, I'm, and that's not who I am. I think it was just, 
you know, it was my first time on television. It was my first ever contract. It took me five years to get that contract. So, you know, it was, it was very, very emotional and, and you don't want to do the wrong thing. You don't want to say the wrong thing. You don't want to ask questions. You don't, you know, but now I feel like now it would be, if I got to do the dollhouse again, it, it would be different. It would be different because it would be a hundred percent me. There are times when I look back on promos and I'm like, can't believe I said that. Like, I would never say that now, or like, I would do this differently, but it's all learning experiences. I had such a great time. We, we did so much cool stuff and I got to work with so many amazing women. I got to work with Gail Kim. I got to feud with Gail Kim. I got to work with Kong. Wow. I, I, there, I just, I, I definitely back on that time with like a lot of happiness. Okay, so Marty, tell me what, what the woman's evolution means to you from how women have grown from 10 years ago to now we're, we're having our own, you know, pay-per-views and women are getting more TV time and more backstage segments. What, how has that brought you into wanting to contribute to the women's division? From the moment I, so I started wrestling, um, I, I actually started having matches when I was 20 years old. You know, I was young. I was this tiny little thing uh, who spoke two languages. And there were so many times when I'd be told, like, you're just a pretty girl. Like, you don't even need to learn how to bub. You need to learn how to wrestle. And, I, and that always kind of struck me. Like, I didn't like that because I always said beauty fades, man. Like, you know, maybe, maybe I won't be this tiny little thing in, in 10 years, but I still want to be respected for, for being a wrestler. And I think that there are promotions like, you know, definitely hats off to like David Prezak for, for starting Shimmer, you know, 16 years ago, I guess now, 16, 17 years ago, for giving women that platform and, and being like, hey, this is wrestling. We're going to come out here and wrestle. And that's not to say you can't be sexy, you can't be cute, you can't be fun. You can do all of that. Chelsea Green said it best the other day, just because you're sexy doesn't mean you can't be a badass. And so I love that we're getting so many more opportunities. I love that it's not just, hey, there's maybe one spot on the show. We'll see if we can squeeze it in to, hey, we're having three or four matches. And it's not just the women's match, it's a match. And yeah. I think that's so incredible. I think that we're going to keep uh, showing people like, hey, women's pay-per-views, women's shows, women's matches are money. Like you can't, like people are like, oh, well, you know, women's show, no one's going to go to that. I, I beg to differ, sir. Like come out and see what these women are all about and you'll see. And I think like watching, I'm at the point now where I'm in the ring now with girls that are literally like, 10, 15 years younger than me and it blows my mind. But it's so cool watching so many of these girls that are coming up now and seeing how hard they're working and being like, man, you know what? Even if it's just like a little, a little, you know, grain of sand, I helped to do that. And I'm going to continue to do that as much as possible because I want women's wrestling to be alive and well for many, many years to come. That's, that's incredible, Marty. You know, and that, I take that point of view too. I mean, I'm 53 and I'm an all elite, but all the younger women that are coming up, you know, if I, I love sharing my knowledge and I don't know everything, but anything that I do know and I can share it, it's my responsibility to pass it on to the next generation because these are the, the women that are going to come up and hold this division, you know, when I'm, when I'm gone. And I think that's just so important. Some, I've met people where they're just like, oh, I'm keeping all my knowledge to myself. And I'm thinking, how are we going to grow as a, as a division for these women, you know, and build something? And I think that's just, it's really important, you know, that you share your knowledge and you, and you just help that next person that's, you know, you see a weak spot, you know, you want to help them, you know, get stronger because they're, my reflection on them is going to be what comes up, you know, in the later years. 
And I think that's so incredible that you're willing to do that because you have a lot of knowledge. You've been, you've been involved. How long have you been in wrestling now? Like you, you've been in wrestling for so long. You've done so much. That's insane. You've done so much. You have so much knowledge. And it's great that you are open to sharing that with people because like you said, there are people that are selfish. Wrestling owes us nothing. We owe everything to wrestling. And what we owe is that, is passing on whatever knowledge we have. I don't, I will never claim to be like the most technical in the ring, the strongest in the ring or anything like that. But I know what I bring to the table. And if I can share that with somebody and I, and if there's a girl that I'm like, you know what, this girl listens, this girl wants to get better and I can correct them or even give them advice and necessarily even correct them, just give them advice or just let girls know that that door is open. If they want to come through it and talk to me, I'm always more than willing to talk to girls and, and guys too, obviously. But, you know, I feel like a lot of people think like, oh, you're going to be in a locker room full of girls, like good luck. And I'm like, no, man, they're, they're incredible because all of us, if you do well, we all do well. Like the better that, that women keep getting, the more, the more opportunities we're all going to get, the more pay-per-views we're going to, if this pay-per-view does well, when this pay-per-view does well, we're going to have more pay-per-views because now they're like, hey, look. This is something we can do. Oh, wait, this women's match, like, shot the ratings up through the roof. You know what? Next week, we're going to have two women's matches. And it just keeps opening doors for other women. And I feel like that's that's the end goal here. Marty, if you were to say, if you finish your match and you saw a little girl in the audience and she came up to you and she said, what do I need to know about starting a career in professional wrestling? What would be your advice to her at that moment? My advice, anytime anybody asks about being a wrestler, is find a good school. Find, that's the most important. And by a good school, I don't mean a school that's, you know, obviously you want to go to a reputable school. You want to go to a school that there's going to be a good trainer, but you want to find your people. You want to find people that you know are going to have your backs. You want to have a trainer you can trust, that you can go to if you have a question, if you feel uncomfortable with something. I was very, very fortunate um, I trained at Johnny Rods in Brooklyn, uh, the, the world, uh, at the world famous Gleason's gym. And I was so fortunate, like when, you know, when the Me Too movement hit Twitter and there were so many nightmare stories about women and their trainers, I just remember thinking like, I got to text Johnny right now and just like, thank him for always having been so amazing and like the guys that I was surrounded with and everybody took great care of me that to me is the most important thing you need to make sure that you're comfortable and you have to be willing to work hard everybody in this business like advanced nothing willing to work really really hard and I think that starts with making sure you have a good foundation. To wrestling by finding a good school. All right, that that's incredible. Good advice. Okay, so we're gonna do some rapid fire questions, and these are just short questions that come to your mind. And um, are you ready for it? Oh, Marty, I don't think I, I think you froze. We'll wait for Marty to come back.
Are you back? Yeah, there you are. I see you. Okay. Can you hear okay? Yeah, I think your internet's lagging a little bit. It says low internet. Okay. Ooh. Take your time. We're yeah. I can edit this out. It's really bad. It's still hmm. I might have to switch my phone because I don't know why it's yeah, go ahead and switch to your phone. It's we can edit this out. It's not a problem. Okay, yeah, let me switch to my phone because I feel like I don't know if it's the internet or what's, but it's it's freezing really bad. So okay. let me jump on my phone. Yeah, don't worry. Oh, okay. Good. Yes. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, I can. All right. right. Perfect. Okay. So I want you to answer the last question about um about how you felt about the Me Too movement because that's when you started lagging and it was such a great answer. I don't want to lose that for your interview. Okay. Um. So once like, I saw the Me Too movement hit Twitter and so many women came forward telling their story and talking about their experiences with their trainers or not feeling comfortable somewhere, I just felt so thankful because I didn't, I thankfully did not have that problem open. The guys that I trained outside of the ring and we really formed a very strong brotherhood. And I, I want that so badly for every single woman going forward. So if you go to a school and for whatever reason you don't feel comfortable, whether it's with the train or with another student or anything like that, then you know that's not the school for you. Getting good in the ring is, 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 is minimal when you think about how you how things are going to affect you so definitely make sure you find somewhere that you are comfortable that to me is like the biggest piece of advice i can give to any woman who wants to get into professional wrestling that's amazing okay we're gonna we're gonna do some rapid fire uh and just okay. a few answers that come to mind and whatever you think of uh, that that's gonna be your answer all right okay by a blink of your eye what one thing would you change about the world Oh man, um, child hunger and poverty, especially in the Caribbean, but everywhere. That's cool. All right, your biggest pet peeve. Oh man, um, getting cut off when I'm trying to tell a story. <laughs> Would you rather skydive or swim with the sharks? I'm actually dying to skydive. I'm not a great swimmer, so it's probably not a good um, good place for me to start, but I would love, love, love to skydive. Awesome. 
Okay, tell me something good that happened to you last week. Uh, something that happened, oh, I got to see my parents last week. Um, yes, uh, yeah, last week I got to spend uh, an entire day shopping with my mom and I got to have lunch with my little brother and my dad. Awesome, that's very good thing. Yeah. Okay. Who is your celebrity crush? There's so many. Oh gosh. Um, I mean, Paul Rudd, who doesn't love him some Paul Rudd? Like, I mean, God, that man doesn't age. Yeah. Def uh, Paul Rudd is definitely like top of my list. Clueless Paul Rudd, which is still Paul Rudd right now, but yes. <laughs> That's awesome. So Marty, tell us some future engagements that you're going to be in. I know you have one on September 4th at the Bash All at the Brew. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, I'm really excited about that one. Um, it, uh, it's for CCW in Miami and Hialeah. Uh, it's gonna be my first time, uh, wrestling in Hialeah. One of the first times wrestling in Florida in the, you know, I wrestle a lot in the Tampa area for shine, but I get to actually wrestle, uh, in Hialeah in a very, very like Miami Cuban town. And I'm super excited about that. Um, let's see, I will be at shine wrestling September 19th and uh, dynamic wrestling in Overland Park on the 25th, which is really cool. Uh, that's, that's local here. I have so many people that are always asking, you know, when they can come see me, when they can bring the kids out. That's gonna be uh, September 25th at, uh, in Overland Park. Uh, and then we'll, we'll kind of see, I've got a couple other things in the works that uh, I'll be at Heroes and Legends October 2nd and World Class October 3rd and Hybrid in Atlantic City on the 8th of October. So I've got a couple other things in the works that I'm still uh, still tying up, making sure as I'm playing this cable for some reason. Um, but definitely, uh, definitely very excited about everything that's coming up in the next few weeks, uh, especially you guys getting to see me and Allison become uh, the NWA World Women's Tag Team Champion. So that's I'm, sure, I'm sure we're getting a lot of bookings after that. Yeah, absolutely. Things get only better and better as you keep going. All right, so where can the fans find you on social media? And what's the email that promoters can find you to book you some more? So if promoters want to book me uh, for signings, for appearances, wrestling, it's martybell at gmail. Bell is B-E-L-L-E at gmail. Uh, I'm most active on Instagram, and that's marty.belle, marty with an I. Uh, you can find me on my Patreon. I uh, try to upload something every single day. Uh, so at least one of the tiers, especially my Snapchat tier, I use that the most, but, um, you know, you can see exclusive photo shoots behind the scenes. I blog a lot. So you can find a lot of my blogs there and that's where you'll be able to find my calendar and know exactly where I'm going to be. Don't really use Twitter much, but I guess I tweet every once in a while, but definitely Instagram is where you're probably going to see me the most. Marty, I am so impressed with how you have grown so much throughout the years and I'm one of your biggest fans and I cannot wait to meet you in person so I can hug you. And I just want to thank you for being on my show and I wish you many blessings and I'm praying for a safe career for you. Oh my goodness. Vicky, I'm going to start crying. Thank you so much. Uh, I, that, wow. I'm yeah, I'm going to need a minute after this. Um, <laughs> seriously. Thank you. You are amazing. Um, thank you for giving us this platform and, and this is also a way that you continue to give back. You continue to give back to, all of us giving us this platform and I am looking forward to not just meeting you, but I'm looking forward to working with you. I know that's going to happen uh, very soon. We're, we're going to make that. Let's do it. You never know. I, I just, um, I know you guys are busy and I know that you, you know, my guests when, I, when they come on, they're not taken for granted. 
and I just value your time and you're beautiful. And I just love your spirit and energy. And please, if you have anything that you want to promote, hit me up. We will have a, a mini interview and I will get you out into the universe. Gosh, thank you. Thank you so much. Have an amazing day. And seriously, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you, Marty. God bless you. And we'll see yeah. you too soon, okay? Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right, guys, that's another amazing guest on the Excuse Me podcast. Thank y'all so much for taking some time out to listen. Want to remind you if you want to give me any feedback, some comments, guest suggestions, whatever you feel that I could improve my show, please email me at excuse me, Vicky at Outlook.com. And I am reading all the emails. I appreciate all the time that y'all take out to communicate with me. And once again, guys, this is Sayonara from the Excuse Me podcast. Be kind, love one another, and take care. And until next week, excuse me!